Here's Gourlamic. Hey guys, and welcome back to Who Watches the Washers. This is Kenny. My name's Ian. This is Paul Damien. And today we are talking about The Suicide Squad, the newest feature coming from James Gunn. Yep. And uh, yeah, here we are. How'd y'all feel about this? <laughs> I had my feelings about it. Uh, so I-, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, we're going to, you know, for me, this was a very uh, turn your brain off kind of movie. Definitely. Uh, you know, it's just kind of like one of those that's just like if, if I could just kind of turn it off and refuse to, you know, want so, more from it. Uh, I think it's, you know, it can be an enjoyable film. It's definitely got its laughs, you know. So like nobody? Yeah. Where we had to turn off our brains for nobody? No, even worse. Really? Yeah, exactly. More. Yeah, even, even more so. That's but, yeah, huh. for sure. My thing about this movie is like, I feel like they took a lot of inspiration from the Harley Quinn show. Oh, you know, I haven't seen any. Yeah, the same. animated show yeah. on mm-hmm. HBO. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Um, Amber's mm-hmm. in love with it. But there's like a lot of little things that they took um, mm-hmm. that at least it feels like they took or at least drew inspiration on. And it just feels more like what Suicide Squad would be. I love this movie because it's a nice, simple movie you can just watch. You know, yeah. you don't have to watch a bunch of other stuff or even know anything else that's, going on that's to watch it. Yeah. So it's actually just really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, everything that happens in the movie is totally Suicide Squad. <laughs> you know? Well, in terms of like... I guess cartooniness or yeah, because like John Ostrander, the mm-hmm. creator of this iteration or this idea of Suicide Squad, was actually a cameo in this movie. He's the doctor that implants Savant with the bomb mm-hmm. at the oh, beginning okay. of the movie, um, and his Suicide Squad is not like this. It's not so goofy. There is no Harley Quinn. There was a Captain Boomerang, mm-hmm. but there's also like a Deadshot. You know, it was it was they're very, almost more like Thunderbolts in a way, right? Where yeah. Like a well, little... I mean, it was definitely pre Thunderbolt by like. But I mean, in design, like if anything, yeah. not in era. Yeah. I just yeah. mean like they're more of like a team of bad guys that are on more of a serious mission, or like uh, yeah, yeah, Uncanny X Force. You know, I think yeah. that's another team I could compare them to. So I think that this is more. I think this. I think the Secret Six from gail simone lends more to this movie than suicide squad has mm-hmm. in a long time i think because the secret six was the bane it was like bane's like whole redemption yeah and it's, it's gail simone's a good writer and she knows how to weave humor into everything and so that's what i wanted to talk about this because like i'd prefer because like this the secret six is basically suicide squad mm-hmm. whereas without amanda waller and they're just kind of trying to do good all on their own accord pretty much yeah um but i prefer this version of the suicide squad where it's kind of hokey kind of goofy mm-hmm. kind of Definitely. a lot of like fun you know um this is you know i guess a sequel i think in spirit i think this was the right way to do this movie yeah like i don't I don't think I. Th- I mean, they could do a, a serious version, but mm-hmm. I don't think it would hit as well as this movie did. To be honest, no, I definitely think James Gunn was like smart to like <clears throat> lean into like the humor side of his directing and style, and mm-hmm. you know, make it the way that it is. And uh, I mean, right at the gate, anybody who paid attention to any mm-hmm. of the trailers should know that that first, the first entire team we're introduced to is not the team that we're going to have to give a shit about in this movie. So they're obviously all 
expendable expendable characters right out the gate. So that whole first scene is basically just shock and awe and uh, was pretty predictable out the gate. I love um, the weasel. You love the weasel. I mean, I love, okay, everybody. I'm glad you love the weasel because I also love the weasel. Did, yeah. it, he yes. wasn't disgusting for you. No, he I was didn't. gross, but I loved him. Um, so I did watch this movie twice because okay. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it the first time so much. I was more than willing to watch it a second time. Okay, and I am um, critical on James Gunn. Typically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't typically uh, have the like head over heels love that a lot of fanboys might like yeah. what happened with um guardians of the galaxy right exactly yeah you immediately were like this is a fluke yeah yeah <laughs> and i will i could say that again today with this and maybe mm. that it's not so much a fluke but maybe he's good at batting when he comes out for the first time yeah because i'm or taking something someone else failed at and oh, working know. on it and making it a little bit better you know yeah. what i mean making it more acceptable for the masses and i think that's where he kind of had his own, like, had a, a foot in the door. Yeah. To already have, people had complained so much about the first Suicide Squad. He already had the internet to tell him what people wanted from a Suicide Squad movie. That's very and, true. and he just did that. It's a big I part, in my opinion. The main thing we wanted, though, was just no Jared Leto. <laughs> like, I mean, I'll that's be completely one. honest. The I first one did a good Jared job Leto. not giving us a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's kind of exactly. true. <laughs> but I really don't like Jared Leto. Um, I thought you liked Mr. Nobody. No. <laughs> oh, I the movie's okay. I thought you. I thought you were actually a, a proponent for that. Yeah. Is that your okay. sister's movie? That's what it is. I guess so. Uh-huh. That's her um, movie. She made it. <laughs> <laughs> Directed by. She owns every copy. Yes. <laughs> because it would not sell. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, this movie. I would not want to see a sequel to this movie, frankly, and I would not want to see one from James Gunn frankly because i don't i don't find james gunn as funny as james gunn (laughs) finds himself i agree and even though there was a few parts in this movie that had me actually busting out laughing (laughs) there was more often than not the jokes that were like yeah that is a joke you're right yeah it just (laughs) lands a little flat yeah yes a lot of i see most of them landed flat exactly or it's like points where you're like insert laugh track here you know what i mean yeah. like this is the part where i'm supposed to laugh okay next my thing next is bit. like one of the biggest saving grace in this movie for me is harley quinn uh, or at least margot robbie's portrayal of harley quinn it, i think it's actually done really well and i love harley quinn as a character just because of little things she's a fucking crazy bitch <laughs> so it's awesome um and like like one of the the part where that guy's like telling her that he loves her you mm-hmm. know and he's like, I'll kill anybody, you know. And he says, like, children, she kills them. She's like, I promised when I yep. came, saw a red flag and I was dating somebody, I would murder them. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's... I was Because whenever he was talking, I was like, this dude doesn't understand who she is. No. Like, yeah. she's just psychotic. And then that happened and I was like, there you go. I love her. Like, she's awesome. This movie did a magical thing, which mm. is figuring out something to do with harley quinn which Mm. the first movie failed miserably at yeah and i parade this movie for that because she was not just another person on the team tagging along and making comedic jokes she was and being sexy yeah yeah. and she was like she it felt like 
a sequel to her movie, which came out, I guess. Birds of Prey? Yeah, two years mm-hmm. ago at this Which point. I also really enjoyed that movie. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, I was a little confused on when this is supposed to be. Is this supposed to be after the events of Birds of Prey? Is yeah, that where it's I, think it's also, so. I think it's also supposed to not matter. matter. Yeah, mm. because uh, they, I think Boomerang asks her, like, how'd you get nicked again or yeah. something like that? And she was like, oh, you know, just doing something or whatever. And so... You know, it's that casually like yeah. rolled off. But um, the one thing I will say that I was impressed by is there was two points in this movie where I was like, Harley Quinn is not acting like herself, and then they immediately had her flip the script and immediately act like herself. And the big one was the romantic part where a lot of once they were really getting into it, I was like, okay, this is getting a little over the top and ridiculous and off so, the tales of birds of prey i would believe that a little bit you know mm-hmm. what i mean but anyway go on and so to finally have it turn around and she like murders him for exactly such the reason she does it's like okay that is now harley quinn acting like herself mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so there was the i did appreciate that i think she got a little bit more of a better representation and who she kind of is mm-hmm. which is like this almost like two person you know what i mean she can be this bubbly sweet person but always has that psychotic side just like lingering in the background just waiting to take over you yeah know? exactly and like she kind of just says what it is uh um right away she just sees him she's like oh my god you're so hot <laughs> and so that's kind of just the person that harley quinn is she's just like i want him right now you know she's just spontaneous and she takes what she wants right so yeah um <laughs> but you said there was two parts where you felt like she kind of oh yeah what was, was like- the other part I would have to, I mean, I would have to think about it a little bit more. I just know <laughs> okay. there's definitely, I mean, I even feel like the whole bit, like once she finally escapes and she kind of stops and like sees them kind of rescuing her, like, I mean, we had obviously seen that whole bit from the trailer, but I mean, mm-hmm. like all of that's just a little hokey and like a little out of character, I felt like, but um, interesting. I feel like overall she got, my point being is that there was just points where I was like, is this like Harley Quinn? And then it would turn around and be like, oh, nope, this is definitely her. You know what I mean? They did that good. My point being is that they did a good job of giving that balance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where she starts acting a little too normal for the character. But it's because that she can have that like almost like scarily normalcy to her, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes is I guess where I'm getting at. Um, I think that this is the best I've ever seen James Gunn consider every part of every character in every moving piece and what they need to be doing Mm -hmm. because in the guardians movies i feel like he's he has you know drax as almost comedic purpose comedic relief comedic relief but then he also has baby group for comedic relief but then he also has mantis for comedic but then he also has star lord for comedic relief and rocket raccoon for comedic relief and you know what fuck it it's everybody in the movie yep and i think that's just a bit too much i agree <laughs> i i i really loved that even when they had the joke of oh peacemaker and Bloodsport do mm-hmm. the exact same fucking thing they had them as like dual like dualities to each other Mm -hmm. and so even he he figured out a way to even have two of the same part two of the same pieces and have them like clash you know Mm. what i mean because of it and i i i was amazingly surprised at how good this fucking movie was do you think he picked this team or do you think it was like already yeah i think he did he like handpicked this team so those were like chosen like humorously like i'm gonna pick these two characters because they're too much alike (laughs) speaking of uh peacemaker and blood sport i love the whole thing where they're talking about like 
oh, I could hit a target on center every time. He's like, I could hit it even more in the center. <laughs> yep. And he says, I, I shoot smaller bullets. Yeah. And then they that's, just that's come the shattering. Yeah. yeah. You think he would have had the smaller bullets? Yeah. He had the not much that, bigger gun. Yeah, not with that gun. <laughs> was it a Desert Eagle or yeah. something? Yeah, it looked like a Desert Eagle, but it looked like, like the it, barrel was a extended A barrel as well. with yeah. a silencer. And, like, a, and a big point they made. They're um, called suppressors. Oh, suppressors. I don't know how much y'all know, but he shot a hollow point, yeah. which a traditional bullet would be able to cut yeah. A little bit easily, right through like that, you know, because they do. They need to spread contact, open, yeah, yeah. Um, it's good it, job, James Gunn. Little yeah. details there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, th- I think he definitely picks this team on purpose, and I think that also comes with that when he signed on to do this movie, there was a lot of desperation with Warner Brothers because they were like, "We will do anything you want." <laughs> And he made them promise that he could kill whoever he wanted at any time within the movie. And they they stood that promise. And I was kind of bummed out that Miss Polka Dot died. Oh. Or the Polka Dot. What, or yeah, Polka Dot Man. Po- I yeah, was bummed about Polka Dot Man, but I think you're talking about at the beginning with yes. uh, so. Captain Boomerang, which was oh, okay. a huge bummer for me, honestly. <laughs> a like, huge I was, boomer for you. A big <laughs> boomer. <laughs> Captain love, Boomerang. Or I, Captain, Captain Bummerang. Bummerang. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of liked it because I was... I was like, oh, they're giving us Captain Boomerang again. And I was like, no, they're not. They're going to take it away. Yeah. And yeah. then, of course, they did. And um, same thing with, what's his name? Rick Flag. No. Yeah. No. The um, That whole first team, really? Yeah. The What's his name? He's in, I can't think of his name. Pete something? Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. So Amber saw him and she was like, he's in fucking everything. And he's the first one to die. Mm-hmm. What else is he in besides... I have Staten no Island. idea. And he dies in <laughs> yeah. it too. Um, no, I, I had made a joke to Ashley. I was like, is the Suicide Squad, Pete Davidson is going to be the first to die. And so when I saw Weasel in quotes die, yeah. I was like, okay, I was wrong. <laughs> Just to be, you know, <laughs> like corrected uh, by the end of the movie. Um, I wanted to talk about that. The whole thing where, where James Gunn was able to kill whoever he wanted at any mm-hmm. time. That was a big press like moment whenever they were ramping up for this, like the release of this movie or the, I guess the creation of this mm-hmm. movie, like production of this movie. Right. Um, the press was having a field day, like James Who's Gunn kill? can kill whoever he wants. They're like, he's going to kill everybody. Basically. He could have killed Harley Quinn. If he wanted to. That's the thing. I thought that they were hammering that too hard because there's a good section of this movie where no one dies. There's mm-hmm. a huge section in the middle where I, I it made it seem like anyone can die at any fucking moment. And it's not until we get to uh, Project Starfish, Jotunheim. Uh, uh, Starro Star the Conqueror. Well, before Starro even yeah. comes out. But yeah, before it's not until there that we see people actually start to die. Mm-hmm. And every time they said Jotunheim, I was like, that place in Thor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess Nazis. That's where the like frost the giants are. Yeah, I think Thor, that was right? what it was yes. thinking okay. at, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, but that's, that's all I wanted to say was just that like, it just, it, I was on the edge of my seat, like waiting for Rick flag to bite the dust or like blood sport to surprise mm. die. Or, and, like in a moment that you just wouldn't expect. Exactly. Yeah. Like when, uh, King shark starts to eat rat catcher. And Dude, then, I thought that was hilarious. Well, it should have happened. Just, like, it's his point. We, it should have no. been her leg or something. No, I didn't think she was going to die. I thought when blood sport shot him, I was like, oh, well there goes. Nanawe. Nanawe. There goes King Shark. I thought that first shot, I was like, oh, shit, he's dead. They're going to no have to fight him, him to though. the death. Like, yeah, I didn't know that. Like that. I mean, 
Nanawe. We don't know anything about Nanawe. It's okay. No, did you really His know that King, King Shark? Did you know that King Shark was impervious or like impenetrable? Yeah, well, yeah, to like most common firearms and stuff oh. like that. He's called Shark God. Yeah. He's got to be a little godly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Does that come yeah. up in the Harley Quinn show? He is a character in that show, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a character in that show. He's I don't think Ron it really Funches. comes up very much, but... Yeah, but he, and he's more talkative but he's in very, that show. Oh, for sure. He's very, like, um, what's the word? I guess, dirty? Oh. He's, <laughs> invulnerable. He's raunchy? Oh. Very invulnerable. Oh, okay. It, like, throughout, like, anything you ever, I've ever seen him in. So, I was like, yeah, bullets aren't going to hurt him. <laughs> I, I had no clue. I there love, was another part where the, the little bubble fish... That's I, where I thought he was yeah. done for. I Yeah, I thought he was going to die there. I was like, damn, they're going to kill him, too. Yeah. Um, but real quick, just wanted to talk about Ratcatcher. Mm. I love that Taika Waititi was Ratcatcher too. There it is. <laughs> yeah, Ratcatcher. Okay, so we all know it. Well, I mean, yeah. like I was mentioning to him is that I was kind of bummed we got the scene where it was actually him and the daughter talking because we got that tiny little snippet of her past where there wasn't any dialogue or anything. So we kind of took that visual recognition at the end. You're talking about no, no before it's way when it's in, in the, the reflection movie. of the window of the bus. Yeah. Oh, okay. She just is like thinking about the memory of her father, and it shows like a little clip of him. And so I was like. Oh, look, it's Taika Waititi. And I thought that was going to be it. I thought it was like oh, this tiny yeah. little cameo of his. So when he showed up later and they were actually chilling there and he's like, you know, rats are, you know, what is it? I can't remember what he said. Something about rats, if they're, you know, if they can be important, then anybody yeah, can be. Yeah, rats are I was the lowest bummed. of every, yeah. of the low. I was just yeah. bummed we actually got dialogue from him because I was like, oh, well, now, you know, it's like obviously him. <laughs> so I wanted it to be like that itty bitty cameo, kind of like Brad Pitt and fucking Deadpool. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm, that was why I was like excited for it. I thought it was going to be like that small snippet of someone having to just really catch it, you know? Yeah. Funny story is when we saw Deadpool, I don't know what I did, but I looked away from the screen in that moment. And so I was thinking of Patrick and he was like, oh, it was Brad Pitt. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, and I actually completely missed <laughs> it the first time I don't remember Brad Pitt being He's the invisible man. He's the invisible man. So when he gets oh, shocked. Oh, that's right. Yeah. When he gets I shocked to death, that. it shows him for literally like a second, you know? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I like looked away for whatever reason in the movie and completely missed that moment the first time. <laughs> anyway. Deadpool 2, also a surprising uh, like of mine. <laughs> With this, I guess, Suicide Squad. Yeah, they're kind of in, in theme. They're very similar to each other, especially like that's was the beginning of Suicide Squad is very reminiscent, in my opinion, too, is the jump scene in Deadpool 2 where the entire team just kind of dies one way or another. I know? have a, a fun fact about Oh, what are oh, you going to say? Well, I was going to ask a question. What's your fact first? Oh, so. Fact it up. Um, yeah. Anarchist City. is one of the characters in the in Deadpool's team. Is it Anarchist? I don't remember. It's one of the guys from Ecstatics. Mm -hmm. And their first appearance is in X-Force when Peter Milligan and Mike Allred take over the book. And the whole first issue is this joke. Oh, really? Whereas this team, they finally got together, and by the end of the first issue, they're all fucking dead. <laughs> and so that, that, you know, that came out like, you know, late or early 2000s. So I'm just like, this is all just hearkening off of that joke. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, where it's just like anyone can die at any point. Yeah. We get or don't trust the super team because mm -hmm. they're all disposable, actually. And so, yeah, when uh, Bill Skarsgård was casted as that character, I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to kill Shatterstar and Terry Crews and fucking Rob Delaney, just all these people I was so ready to see in Deadpool 2. I was like, fuck, they're all going to die. They're all going to insta-die. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, what, I, I keep, things keep slipping from my brain right now. Um, Here, this is your brain trying to recover it. Uh, 
Sean Bean. Is that his name? From, yeah, he the dies guy in, who dies in everything. Yes, yeah, that's kind of like him. <laughs> that works. You know? I pressed the typing <laughs> button. <laughs> it worked. It helped. Nedrick Stark. Um, but I actually wanted to. Uh, I know y'all don't know too like too many like I guess villains or characters in DC. Mm-hmm. But if y'all were going to, so I'm only going to ask for one. If y'all are going to add one character to this Suicide Squad team, do y'all have anybody y'all would want to add? Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> That specific Joker, yeah, right? Yeah, specifically. Jared yeah. Leto's Joker. Um, Jack Nicholson's Joker. Okay. <laughs> you Jared, guys are just memeing now. Jared Leto doing Jack Nicholson's Joker. Jack Nicholson uh, <laughs> doing, Jared Leto's I doing Joker? Dead, Deadshot. I think I would do Red Hood. Really? Yeah. That's such a... Because he used to be beloved, a Robin. Yeah. And well, the only reason I would do it is because he would be so serious. I would put him in in this team mm-hmm. because he would be so serious. Oh, he'd be and like he'd an edge lord. Yeah, and it would not match the feeling, the vibe everybody else is getting off. So they could just fuck with him and be like, "Dude, you gotta relax a little bit." See, you know, I feel like James Gunn did a good job at balancing power at mm-hmm. every step, and that's why Polka Dot Man was killed off as a joke. Because he immediately showed that he was very formidable against like Starro. Yeah. 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 And so I feel like if they had Red Hood, they would have had to pluck him out halfway through the movie and just be like, now he's over there. Like a pterodactyl stole him or some shit. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, because he, he's so beloved by so many and it just doesn't make sense for him to also be there because... Bloodsports there, you know what I mean. I don't care. Red Hood. <laughs> it's probably arguable. It wasn't your question. It was my question. I had a very similar question, but I'll I'll ask it at the end of this. All cast. right. Well, who would you add for real? Um, I guess uh, Kristen Wiig's Cheetah. Honestly. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I would actually probably add Solomon Grundy. Who would play him? Oh, um, uh, the guy who played the thing. Oh, Michael Chiklis. Yeah. That's not a bad casting, dude. I'd want Gorilla Grodd shortly after killing. Hey, he killed Obama. Who would play him? That's why he's in jail. God damn it. He killed him. He's in Bell Red. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll finish talking about Suicide Squad. <laughs> hey! Hello and welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. Uh, we're back from break talking about Suicide Squad by James Gunn. Well, yeah. not by, but directed by. Who, who's, who's your favorite character? Oh, what were you going to say? The Suicide Squad? Oh, The Suicide <laughs> Sorry. We're not talking about that old shit. We're you, talking about The Suicide Squad. Is The Wolverine the first time they did that? Where they tried to redo, like, basically Wolverine Origins? The Fast and the Furious? Maybe. Mm, I think The Wolverine came up. But... Regardless, mm-hmm. my favorite character in the whole thing was probably uh, 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 King Shark. Oh, okay. I love King Shark. Like, I like general. The, I like that they preferred to call him Nanawe the whole time. Yes, like he actually used his name. Because mm-hmm. I feel like whenever he's King Shark, isn't he a fucking mobster? Yes, he is. Especially, I I also really love him in uh, the Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn animated series. So that's another thing I really recommend watching that. I think I'm going to because I remember really seeing fun. a lot of stuff from it and, and liking it. He's played by Ron Funches in the in this movie. He's played by Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw Ron Funches tweet at Sylvester. Go ahead. Yeah, fuck yeah, <sighs> dude. 
That's my fucking boner. Um, I saw Ron Funch's tweet about now that Sylvester Stallone is playing his character, can he play Rocky? <laughs> you should play Rambo. <laughs> yeah, Rambo. That's what I thought of getting over. Rocky's even better. Can you imagine? Yeah. Ron Funch is voicing an animated Rocky. <laughs> that would be so fucking funny. You'd be like, I'm, I'm about to punch this guy. <laughs> I, Adrian! <laughs> speaking of which, I love doing... Uh, my impression of Bane from that Harley Quinn anime. Oh, series. how does he does he sound like the Christian Bale or not the Christian Bale? The no, he's it's like a higher pitch, a oh, little okay. more whiny. Like I am Bane. <laughs> like he sounds almost so exactly it is, like it's that. like a impression of yes, it's like somebody impersonating. <laughs> me. So you're basically hearing me doing an impression of somebody doing an impression, right? Yeah, while Tom Hardy was already doing an impression yeah. of like a dying yeah. old man. <laughs> In the yeah, cancer ward. Yeah, I, I like <laughs> I like going to Amber and be like, my name's Bane. That's if you good. mess with me, I will become the Bane of your existence. That was Bane. She hates it. <laughs> no, she actually really what loves it. What did you it. say? I said she, that was baneful. <laughs> I like, thank you. That's a compliment where Banes come from. Oh, I, I meant to press the great job button. Great job. Oh, oh dude, I forgot Gorlam. to tell you. You're supposed to open your fucking presents. I, I guess I guess we're going to do it at the end of presents. this episode. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, at the time of recording this, Kenny's birthday is literally tomorrow. So, we're going to do a present opening. How old am I, Paul Damien? 28. Dang, good job. Dude. Damn. I was like, I think he's two years older than me. <laughs> Shit. Well, like a year and a half, but yeah. <laughs> I like how he high-fived me because you got it right. It's our birthday. No, but yeah, I, I got him a couple of birthday presents. Um, six of them are gag gifts. Oh, you got him six gifts. I, I, just him. <laughs> I don't think they're real. I think you gave think him seven gifts, right? So what I want to do, I guess I'll go ahead and spell out the, the name of the game right now. I'm going to play like the game show music and everything. We're going to play Russian roulette with them. One of them is going to okay. blow up in my face. <laughs> Five of them are movies, and one of them is a video game. And they're all not wonderful, but who we're all going to take turns opening a present, and whoever gets the video game loses. I get to... I get to open Kenny's presents? Well, you know, they're gag gifts. So. But I get to open his presents? Yes. Ah, uh, uh, fuck you. <laughs> unless he, like, Russian roulettes himself. Oh, well, I mean, will you go first since you're the birthday boy? But yeah, right? Russian roulette so. isn't fun without a gun. If I just blow my load right on the first one? <laughs> yeah, Sorry. if you blow your load right on the first one. Somebody tell fun. me where that's from. Um, what are you talking about? Nothing. If you're not first, you're last. Oh, Russian roulette's not fun without a gun. Is yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Lady Gaga. Oh, is that what she yeah, says? I, that? I'm pretty sure that's from one of her songs. Damn. You know who would have been kind of sick to see in this movie? Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yeah. She could play Harley Quinn's sister. <laughs> um, Barley Quinn. Yeah, Barley Quinn. Yeah, she, could be, she could be a close good to what Ivy. I was going to say. Oh, she would be a oh, yeah. sick poison ivy. I Holy could see shit. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be sick, actually. Uh, let's get back to the movie. Yeah, there's um, not. See, like you even said earlier, there's not a lot of DC villains I know that intimately, mm. and and especially you know, like we read a little bit of Batman and we've read a little bit of Superman, but I think they have to kind of veer away from the Superman villains a little bit because they're going to be mm. like too overpowered yeah. to put on a squad like this. So it almost has to be like the C D rank Batman villains that I we kind of deal with. Mm. Right? Parasite. Could well, be I mean, on that's the pretty much what 
like Suicide Squad is mainly made of. Who's Dude, like say Batman that again. villains? Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's us. We're the Sucio Squad. What's up, fool? Uh, modelo time. Hey, orale. <laughs> Vatos locos. Um, but it this I, I really like this movie, and I really like how every character kind of gets redeemed in a really well light, yeah. especially returning characters. Not so much Boomer, obviously. Boomerang. Yeah, one thing I was going to ask is there's anyone from the first movie y'all would have liked to have seen come back and maybe get oh. done better in this movie? That's, I think, a baby reason I was bummed out about Boomerang is I was like, oh, cool, we're going to get to see James Gunn do Captain Boomerang, which I thought would be a kind of a good relationship. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a character he could probably do. I thought he was going to be our comedy relief once again, but done James Gunn style. So when he died, I was like, oh. Well, dang, there went, you know, there, there, there he went, you know. Do you think the, I don't know who plays Rick Flag. I don't remember that actor's name. But do you think Jai Courtney and the guy who plays Rick Flag were kind of like, we're good dying. That's yeah. fine. We're, we're okay <laughs> we're with. We're good. We're okay with, you know, getting out of this, you know, uh, Joel Kin- Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they were like, we're, we're good on that. I'm leaving. surprised Rick Flag was in it. I thought he would have died. You at know, the beginning of the movie with everybody else. You know? I just thought of somebody else that I would actually really like to see in Character Suicide wise? Squad. Yes. Okay. And that would be Captain Cold. Oh. Which is, you know, because Captain Boomerang is kind of a flash bad guy. Yeah. Um, Who would you so see? So Captain Cold is like the leader of the rogues, which is right. like a group of flash bad guys. Who would you cool. want to play Captain Cold? <clears throat> I don't know. That's kind of tough. Because would you want a younger kind of like Legends of Tomorrow or even New Fifty? <laughs> the guy from Prison Break. <laughs> I don't. Uh, so all I know He's is that so bad. It's Captain Cold, though. Okay, yeah. So I don't know anything about the TV shows. I know that it that Captain Cold is kind of like a youngerish man. Mm-hmm. And every time I see Captain Cold, I see Mole Man from the Fantastic Four, which is like <laughs> a much older he, dude. He yeah. looks pretty bad in like. The older version of it. Right, because, like, yeah. New 52 obviously spruced all the rogues up yes. to where they all have, like, mutant powers now instead of having gadgets to give them their powers. Yeah, I forgot. I think it was, it all ha- leads back to Barry. It all leads back to the Speed Force, like, manipulating like something. That, yeah, like, butterfly that, affected it. Exactly. Oh, or actually, I think there was this, um, this machine at Star Labs where they put their guns in. In. And it changed Danny them. DeVito. <laughs> Danny <laughs> DeVito. <laughs> Because he's, he's Mole Man. I mean, he's, that's who I cast for the, both of those. You know what? He's the Penguin. It should be Arnold Schwarzenegger because he played um, <laughs> he Mr. played Freeze. Mr. Freeze yeah. in what was it? The Michael Keaton Batman? No, it, that one was George Clooney. The George Clooney. Batman. That was the yeah. second yeah. Schumacher. Tell me the difference between those two assholes. Who? Captain Cold and Mr. Freeze. Uh, Captain Cold has a freeze gun, and <laughs> Mr. Freeze has a freeze gun. You know, interestingly, <laughs> um, but Mr. Freeze needs to stay on ice. Yes. Because he is... And, but he's the more powerful of the two, right? Yeah. Oh, because for sure. he has he's, the weakness. Well, he could, like he could reach absolute zero, too. Yeah. He's like also like a very smart man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's the difference, huh? Um, since, you know, since both of their creations, they've kind of become more sympathetic characters, and they've both kind of shown that they can be on the side of good and righteousness. Yeah. So it is very interesting that both of those characters are... Very comparable. Yeah. It's pretty much one has to be cold and one chooses to be cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but the, what's it called? Captain Cold is kind of just like a cool guy. You know, <laughs> Mr. Freeze is, he's just Mr. Freeze. 
But he he does it to save his wife because yeah. well, he's yeah. like I, I mean I know I obviously yeah. know more about Mister Freeze than I do Captain Cold like For he's sure. he's like the much more iconic of the two villains you know I've played Arkham City I know, you know? yeah oh shit <laughs> um, I, this guy I, knows his Batman I, I know Mister Cold Boy over there real hard <laughs> Arkham City is a good representation of Batman and his lore yeah, yeah no it actually all the Arkham games are oh uh, even Origins and Cap Cold ain't in those oh is he? Origins is kind of like. Year one. Oh, yeah, and no, Captain bit. Cold is, is Flash, a Flash villain. Yeah, Captain Cold oh. is, is the leader of the rogues. Does he just like freeze his feet? He's like, ha, I can't move now, Mr. Fast. <laughs> or he makes it slippery. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if he never called the Flash? He's always calling him like Captain Quick or something. And he was like, that's not my name. He's like, I'm Captain Cold and you're Captain Quick. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, it, it's more like he freezes the area and makes it super cold and then the flash's muscles like stiffen up because your muscles stiffen up in the cold and so he can't run he can't, as like, fast. he can't like hyper like heat his body i mean he has an extremely high metabolism so i don't see why not but You're obviously for, a huge flash fan you for comics sake for <laughs> yeah, comics he's sake, a flash shirt and everything <laughs> yeah i love the flash um well good you know what the flash put him in suicide squad as well <laughs> right um no, I mean, so yeah, I mean, I really like this movie. I like the, all the turns and twists that it takes. Um, I like, uh, what is his name? The Thinker. I like yeah. his yes. portrayal. I loved when we got the, the the flashback and you just had fewer things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that too. Like, I have no qualms with this movie. I feel <laughs> like this is one of the most approachable comic book movies in a long time. Now that the MCU is so fucking deep and muddied. I love that they did Starro as well. Dude. It's a very obscure character Not, to just throw in there. No, for sure. For it to yeah. be a Suicide Squad villain, for sure. But for it to... Because it's the first Justice League villain is Starro. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's fucking cool that we're never going to see it in a Justice League movie. Obviously put in this... The, a movie full of fuckos you know what mm. i mean and it was such an obscure film that he that james they did a good job of like still making very like uh terrifying in some ways like when we get that scene where they're walking through and there's all the people with the star fish and like mm-hmm. think about how many people died who hadn't even been fully fed to it yet that were just still bodies waiting to be fed yeah. you know what i mean like the number of people who had obviously had to be fed to him to be the size he was in the last 30 years you know it's kind of kind of haunting kind of Kind of spoopy. I thought it was really sad the way he was all. I was perfectly happy. content. Yeah, yeah, perfectly happy just drifting in space looking at the stars. What about, what did y'all think about Harley Quinn's fucking deep dive? Because that was probably one of the most disturbing oh. parts of that entire movie for yeah. me. Because <laughs> when I it mean, happened. Like, obviously it's beautiful, but that's what makes it even more like. Yeah. <laughs> when it happened, I was like, oh yeah, because your eyes mainly liquid. So, I mean, I guess that's how that would work. See, everything, even the gory parts, I found very beautiful in this movie. The rat mm-hmm. swimming into its yeah. eyes. Like, it was obviously meant to be like, fuck, this is disgusting, but it's also like mesmerizing. I love the way she climbed out afterwards. Like, just like, uh. Yeah. yeah and. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I thought it was sick. Um, yeah, I that's wanna... what we say, sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Peacemaker is a Charlton character mm-hmm. that DC purchased in the 80s around the same time they bought Booster Gold and um, uh, Captain Adam. Fucking Booster Not Gold. Not Booster Gold, goddammit. Blue Beetle and Captain Adam. Okay. So, all of these characters were then turned into Watchmen characters. Mm. And so... 
Peacemaker is a one-to-one with the comedian. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I really liked seeing this version of, of that basically of Peacemaker because it was like Captain America if he were the Punisher. Yeah, that's so true. And John Cena. Dude, I was about to say, I was, yes, go on. So fucking good. He did a great job. Dude, I, I don't know. Like John Cena and Idris Elba in this movie, I'm like all about. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it did it was wonderful, like in this fucking movie. I think John Cena has been like slowly getting better and better in every comedy movie that he's managed to like get himself into, but this is like where the pinnacle of his comedy really lands because he's being this like real stern, tough guy that you know what I mean, it just works for him to like mm-hmm. be just like this really blunt, short tough person and it didn't land the comedy so well and yeah, yeah you're right i mean i think this role was basically designed for him to shine in his like comedic ways you know just being very like a uh, aloof or ignorantly tough you know and the this fucking lands where idris elba was the other side of the coin of being like the intelligent right tough guy speaking of idris elba you know leading up to this movie i didn't even realize that idris elba was playing blood sport I thought he was going to be playing Deadshot. Oh, you thought he was yeah. taking over Wilson's spot? Yeah, I had barely seen anything from the trailers, mm-hmm. and, and I was tr- doing that to keep it as like fresh, fresh as possible. You know, um, so when it was Bloodsport, I was like, "Oh, that's actually kind of cool." I've never heard of Bloodsport before this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, and I, really? I keep and calling I thought, him Bloodshot. I thought it was fucking cool yeah, that I, they I, play into. There's that. a character named Bloodshot. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, sure Vin Diesel. Yeah. Vin Diesel so plays true. Bloodshot, but, that's, uh, but he's from Valiant. Vertigo. Oh, Valiant. Yeah. Okay. Um, Whatever. <laughs> Vin Diesel's also the Riddick. Okay. Yeah. No. For so sure. So he's always the Riddick. He's got a whole chronicle about the Riddick. Chron- he's always about family. Look, I'm going to chronicle some Riddick right now. Chronicles. Chronicles of, of the Riddick. family. <laughs> family. Sorry. That's that chronic Riddick. Right that's there. my Vin Diesel impression. Dude. Family. Okay. Well, there you go. Not very good. What are you um, talking about? <laughs> he says that in every Fast and Furious movie. So, Peacemaker is getting a TV show. Oh, like really? John Cena's Peacemaker is getting a TV show? It was announced before this movie was in post-production. Who is making it? Uh, James Gunn. Well, I mean, like, it, so I HBO. Guess it's taking, HBO. I yeah. guess it's going to lead up to no, this well, movie. Did you watch the ending after credits? Nope, guess not. So no spoilers. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> so you got to tell both of us because yeah. you know I should either. My ass was as done as I could be with that movie when those credits started rolling. I was I was really tired. What so did he? Did he, he did survived. He? Oh, did he? And Steve Agee, who is the John, the guy in the chair with Amanda Waller, and then the other blonde mm-hmm. woman are going to be like his caretakers as they like take him his and people give him, in the chair give him missions kind of even implying that maybe he wasn't even supposed to be in prison to begin with and he was always waller's mole on the inside right and i'm sure um once again i don't know the fucking actor's name the one that plays amanda waller viola davis Dude, she does such a good job as amanda waller she's the perfect cast for, for amanda sure waller. but i'm pretty sure she's as done is done with these fucking movies as well. Really? Well, I mean, wouldn't you, after the first one being such shit, and then this one, I don't know if you guys have seen the box office, not wonderful. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it's also on HBO. For sure. So, like, why go out and watch the movie yeah, but if for, you could watch it on your phone? Exactly. But for something. people who aren't, like, plugged in like we are and don't have HBO, they see, oh, The Suicide Squad, I already watched that movie a few years ago, and it sucks super ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I, I'm just... 
I'm always assuming that everyone's trying to get out of these Get movies. out of these contracts. <laughs> like, wholeheartedly. Um, but, yeah, John Cena is going to get his own Peacemaker show. I'm pretty sure he's I'm sure like, he loves that. I'm I, I someone who probably liked the role and enjoyed doing it. He's probably one of them and <laughs> will enjoy getting to do it on his own platform. You yeah. Know? And maybe Amanda Waller can pop in every now and then. For sure. You know, just collect the paycheck. I think a Harley Quinn cameo would be more likely. Yeah. I I mean, that's true. But, I mean, yeah, apparently he survived. They're rehabilitating him, and the show is going to take place after, which I found a bummer. (laughs) Because I think it would have made more sense for the show to... I mean, we don't know what the show's about, but I think it would have been so much cooler to tell stories of Peacemaker... Getting to this point. Exactly, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I fucking love this movie. I want that, but they cast... It's like one episode's John Cena, one episode's Sylvester Stallone. They just get every tough guy from the Expendables in every every episode's (laughs) a different Peacemaker. It's the same guy. They're all meant to be the same character. I think alternate universes would be cool. That's such a fucking cool idea. And they all just meet up in the end. That's that's hilarious because I had a um, uh, uh, mock movie idea Mm -hmm. um, for Matt. Like, as somebody to be, like, Matt's life story of him. <laughs> this like, is the second episode we're talking yeah, about, Matt. This yeah, is actually the first episode. But, like, him training to go into the military, him being in the military, <laughs> and then afterwards, when he retires, he becomes president and stuff. <laughs> um, but anyway, if you guys know who I'm talking about, y'all are going to uh, think this is funny, I guess. Um, but I was saying, have... Um, God, I... I keep forgetting names. Edward, Edward Norton. Have Edward we Norton know that one. <laughs> play him in the very beginning. Not in the, the end? end? No, just the very beginning uh-huh. as him training like a young Matt would be Edward Norton. How? <laughs> just, just De-aging or what? Yeah. I mean, just, just no, that's him. pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah. So that's him um, <laughs> as a young Matt. And then like when he's... um. When he's in the military, it's got to be like a tough guy. We're going to have a completely different person play Matt. Okay, so it's so going to be like, like Sylvester Stallone. No, so it's like, like a big body. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. And, Schwarzenegger. And then when he's retired and he becomes a president, he's going to be Paul McCartney. And I also want, Todd gave me this idea, uh-huh. for them to keep their original accents <laughs> and not explain at all in between. There's going to be huge gaps of time in this movie. And in between, not explain why they have a completely different accent, uh-huh. but it's all the same character. This is this content is unapproachable to people who don't fucking know who we are. It's okay. Paul it's okay. <laughs> it would be great. <laughs> okay, uh, I want to change all that, but Clint Eastwood be the old version of him, and okay, I'm Clint Eastwood that. directs it because it's a military <laughs> movie, and so he would kill it. He would. He would kill it. He with a gun. Um, so, what do you guys rate this movie? Oh shit! We got to do that. Mm-hmm. Dang. What, what movie? Are we I haven't even about again? thought of that. Akira? What did <laughs> we rate Akira? We didn't rate Akira because it's a comic book episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, but I watched the movie, so I'll give it a three point two. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I haven't even thought about a rating for this movie. To be honest, um, I would probably give it a three and a half. Three point five. Yeah, that's okay. right where I'm landing too. It's a very reasonable movie to watch. Um, like y'all said at the beginning, it's one of those movies where you kind of just have to go with the flow, just kind of turn well, your I brain off, that. not think about it too much. But I mean, it's true. 
Ian, do you, you, know, you, you feel like you, I feel like you had a little... I feel like pain. anyone can whole hog watch this movie anytime, anywhere, and it would be good. You know, it's funny that you say whole hog, because <laughs> at work, there's a tool that we use called the whole hog. Paul Damon, you keep <laughs> talking about shit no one give a shit about. <laughs> I'm an electrician. <laughs> okay, so, Kenny, you also give it a 3.5. I give it a 3.52. It's just, it, it, I can understand, like I said earlier, that this is James Gunn being like, I could do that better. And doing that, you know what I mean? Because I would probably give the original Suicide Squad like a three or a two point eight or something. Uh, I would you know? give it like maybe a one point two. I don't know. I'm not yeah. that critical. But <laughs> my point being is, yeah, it's obviously on the bad end of the spectrum. But this is definitely an improvement from that. But still, nothing that I will personally like sought after to probably watch ever again. You know? I Wait. think. Oh, what? Sorry, we're ending the podcast, but we haven't. Even no, done I'm it. just doing this. Okay. I'm just doing the rating, and then I have one more question, <laughs> and then we're no. doing the fucking okay. presents. Anyway, presents. what's your rating? Um, I give this one a four. I love oh, this really? movie. I wholeheartedly love this movie. I can't think of any faults that this movie had. Um, like, if you guys want to battle me on that, I'm. That's cool. Like, I literally, I think this is better than most marvel movies i like mm. seriously i watch marvel movies and i'm like yeah this is great this is another part of the mcu i love marvel so i'm gonna love this but at the same time i'm like this is unapproachable and means nothing to most people well i think i think dc has a really good like um leg up leg up because they can see the good and bad from the Marvel movies. And genuinely, as far as Marvel movies go, I think the Black Widow movie, I still stand very strongly mm-hmm. on that, that that's the best Marvel movie. Like, best, yeah. well put together and everything. You know how I would compare the two personally? And most rewatchable. How's it? It's like watching a DEC movie is kind of like, or this movie in particular, is like kind of like driving up a mountain. You kind of get this quick, beautiful view of everything they're trying to get mm-hmm. you when you get to the top. You're like, oh, that was really nice. And look, this is a nice finale. But Marvel movies are more like a hike up the mountain. They're long, they're, 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 they take more work. They're a little bit more of enduring, yeah. but you still get this beautiful climax at the end that I feel like is a little more rewarding because you took the time to make the effort to get through them. You know what I mean? And I argue (laughs) that comic book movies shouldn't be like that. No, I I'm sick Mm. of these comic book movies challenging us because it's hokey bullshit. I'm, I'd rather have, you know, just some fun than like, like pain. Like I like thinking about rewatching Infinity War and Endgame. I'm like, yeah, those are dope, and I feel very good at the end of it. But it's also like, yep, here's this part where we have to over-explain all of this dumb bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm cool with just a a shark in board shorts walking on set and taking a bazooka to the chest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and I want I want more movies to lean into this. And I could I mean the thing is is that you're right. This is super comic booky in the way I could have totally seen this put to paper and mm-hmm. and be like, yep, that was six issues of Suicide Squad. That makes a lot of sense with all the same jokes and antics yeah. just put into page, you know, put into panel. Yeah. So Okay. Now I want to ask if you had to put any actor into this movie, who would you pick? Hmm. I have my answer. Because this was this was a pretty wide cast, mm-hmm. yeah. wide array, especially the who, beginning. Kind of you know? random people. Who would who would you want to watch as a you know spandex character? You don't have to give me a character, but give me an actor that would die in the middle of this movie where you're like, "Fuck! Oh no!" You know. <laughs> I have my answer. Um. You want me to go yes, first? Yeah, you go first. Adam Sandler. Oh. I would have mm. wanted Adam Sandler to show up at some point. 
at the beginning and then another time at the in the middle where he's like hey guys remember me you know i i was i'm this character and then like is something happens and he dies i think that that would have been fucking dope yeah just because you say that Adam Sandler, now I'm leaning towards Ben Stiller. <laughs> and somehow that's who I thought of because of that stupid movie with uh, where they're all the mystery men. Oh, yeah. Right yeah, which is a, a very, you know, hokey. Yeah. Comic hokey. Um, is there like a a shrinking? Oh, there has to be like a character that can shrink and yeah. grow big. And, yeah, Adam. Adam? Okay. Yeah. I would or love the Adam is for Paul Rudd to have showed up at the beginning of this oh movie God. as Adam oh, and then like God. immediately gotten squished showing the weaknesses of the power that he like marvels you know, the, in, the in, problem in the Marvel with, movies. With that is that Adam's a good guy so he wouldn't be in You get what I mean though. Well, well, hey, no. um, the Adam of Earth 2. Oh she, yeah. She stuck around so yeah. That's true. Um, what was, oh so did you come up with an actor? Villain. He said Ben Stiller. Yeah, Ben Stiller. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that that's that's a good idea. Um, let's do the presents. Oh, I, I just I did want to say Steve Agee plays John. He's the big guy in the chair with Amanda mm-hmm. Waller. He also was the stand-in for uh, King Shark throughout all of filming. So he was like the body of King Shark. Really? That's yeah. cool. I thought that that was pretty cool that he plays two characters. That's dope. Okay, I'm going to grab the presents. Present time, present time. We're gonna open Kenny's presents. I'm gonna cut all that shit. <laughs> present time, yeah. God damn it, present time, yeah. All right. Present time. Don't study those bags too it well. You're already gonna shuffle. Present time. Right. Present yeah, we're gonna time. pre-shuffle and then we're gonna reshuffle and then we're gonna shuffle again. And then you're no, re- it's like a barrel. Well, you, you, do, like you don't spin the barrel every time, do you? No, I didn't mean every time we. Pl- yeah, actually, you do. You you do you Listen spin the barrel every time you when, pull? Yeah, it? when it's the single when it's the single bullet, they spin. Yeah, you spin it oh, every single time. I thought it. You put it down and then the next. No, because then only then you're only going to definitely have maybe five chances if you spin it every time. There's, That's why there's thought, like an endless game that can be played. You know what I mean? There's an That's endless. True. There's endless. Opportunities. I feel like consistent going though, because I think it's in what the deer makes hunter, it more and more terrifying. I think when they're playing. And to go back to the deer hunter in this episode real quick, when they're playing like forcibly, they're just doing it the way you're describing, which yeah. is just next bullet, next chamber, That's next what chamber. I do. But when they're playing it professionally, uh-huh. he spins it every, he yeah. takes it out, shows the bullet still there, re-spins it, and then puts it in front of the person again. So it's like, and that's because it's a gambling situation yeah. where they're going to be, you know, they yeah. want the endless stakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I so want just, it to yeah, just yeah, be yeah, yeah. one barrel. So only one shuffle, one barrel. Oh. I think you're going to play the game show music. Oh, I should. Yeah, good call. Wow. So prepared. <laughs> I'm going to stop the recording. <laughs> I don't know where the music is. I don't know why I said that. I can't even find Oh, here it is. <laughs> I love it. It's so it's always sunny, and that's why I love that. All right. Did you start the recording? It's 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 been recording. Oh, I never stopped it. Fucking liar. <laughs> All right, All Kenny. Right. Here we You're go. Pulling the first trigger. We're playing the present roulette. Uh oh. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Ah, <laughs> oh, got the best movie in the world. Good Tim job. and Eric's billion-dollar <laughs> movie. Great job. They said these were bad Great movies. Great job. Um, they're okay movies. All right. So, all right, Paul Damien. I'm next, and my Bowser's right in the middle. Yep. So I'm kind of excited. It's the same movie. Oh, 
<laughs> All right. Ian. All right. Is it my turn? It's your, yeah, turn. It's your turn. All right. Blow your load, bro. Here we go. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Surprise. It's the same movie. I bet you got these for a steal. <laughs> I hope the last one is, is the, the loser. Because then that's you. She's sniffing this the present. This one smells like victory. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Ah, you fuckers. Oh. I win. You got the I'm roulette. the birthday boy, motherfuckers. Oh. <laughs> you died. All right, I got All right. Call of Duty Gooks. Let me stop the music. It's called Gooks. Okay, so Wait, is that that's a racial slur? You can't I, say that. Slur. I apologize, guys. <laughs> I I said it. I was like, that's a bad thing. Yeah, right? that's, a, that's a racial slurpy bad, not slurpy. Good. I apologize. Good. That's I guess that's what I call ghosts. So now. can I take a shot in the dark at what these two <laughs> that's are? Terrible. Yeah. What do you think the last two are? I'm gonna take a shot in the dark and say Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie. Great job. <laughs> you want to open one? Oh hell yeah. Hey guys, you, I apologize for. I'm not racist. Can I, I actually promise. have one of these? <laughs> I apologize. Can I actually have one of these? Kenny, they're all five yours. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, I got you five copies of <laughs> Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie. And then one copy of. I hope Call y'all know what you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's getting it. <laughs> oh, um, do I get two because my birthday's on well, Christmas? I'm actually going to buy 15 more copies. Uh huh. And so that you all are going to get five copies. <laughs> Do I get ten on Christmas because my birthday's on Christmas, though? No. Why not? You get a billion. Oh. For a the billion-dollar billion movie. A billion-dollar billion movie. <laughs> okay. So the last present, do you want to open it? Yes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that behind Mike. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I love that it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. All right, I'm going to open it too slow. Can you see any of it? Not even a little bit. You don't Oh, wrapped. wow. <laughs> You look at it first. Oh shit! Dang! Fucking Daredevil. Yep, I got you the first uh, five issues of Chip Zdarsky's yep. run on Daredevil, which you is you guys fucking, and fucking Chip Zdarsky. Goddamn gorgeous! <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the Chip Zdarsky podcast. Yeah. No, this is the movie podcast. We need him to acknowledge <laughs> us, and then we're really gonna have succeeded in life. We mention him at least once an episode. <laughs> okay. No, that's a different podcast. What? Oh, is the comic book versus yes. the movie? Yeah, well, you know. It's all right. It's a different one. Yeah. You know what I have to say that? <laughs> so, happy birthday, you. Kenny. Thank you. Now, this is honestly Kenny. fucking gorgeous. Look at that. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's not what I wanted to get you, but it's something that I felt like we should have. No, that's, that's amazing. Thank you so much. I love you. You're I love a beautiful you too. fucking human. You, you too. Um, I want to read that. I think I want to read like the first 12 issues for a podcast eventually. No, we had definitely talked about it. So I think this is a perfect opportunity to dive right into that. Yeah. So um, there is a pretty cool thing that happens right here. And I think the first issue that kind of rings for like all of his runs so far. Really? So it's, I'm going to read it fucking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Call of Duty Ghosts for the PS4. Uh, that was given to me on Christmas by my brother Blake when I did not own a PS4. <laughs> nice. Uh, I actually remember that. Yeah. And it always makes me think of when I had a PlayStation 1 and my dad bought me Star Wars Bounty Hunter yeah. for the PlayStation 2. 
and was like, it'll work on this console. And I was like, that's not how this works. Yeah. And so I got a PlayStation 2 for my next birthday that year, pretty shortly after that for reasons. Well, there you guys have it. Um, follow us on Instagram. That's going to be in the show notes. Uh, we are talking about Knives Out next week. Um, Diving into some Ryan Johnson. Oh, yeah. um, so I thought about it, and it turns out I have seen Knives Out, okay. but I am more than willing to watch it again that's for fine. the podcast. As long as Good. one of us has. <laughs> yeah, and that's me. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Please come back next week. Yeah. Thank you all so much. We will see you then, or we will see you on another time. Bye, guys. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.